0: Let's do this. So this is part two of our deep dive. Um, part
1: two, part two.
0: Part two, part two. So we're going to try this again. Hopefully we have all the necessary backup backups uh, in place. Uh, honestly, if this fails again, I'm going to just Scream. go with Scream. The, that too. Additionally, I would probably just skip or just stick with the Skype and and just apologize for the quality. But then again, I don't know. So um, Pretty much. Thank you guys for you know listening to the last episode where we did a little something different. Um, I actually got, funny enough, it helped me decide a couple of things on what I wanted to get for Black Friday. Oh, really? Friday. Like what? Yeah, it did. Well, uh, I think, um, well, I guess decided on what something I shouldn't be getting for Black Friday because I don't think there will be a deal it would be the Jedi Fallen Order. So, yeah, I'm definitely not going to be picking that up until probably a while <laughs> As much as I hear how amazing it is every single day and through the reviews, I just um, I think I'm going to pick up some of the games that I have been meaning to get that are probably a little bit cheaper because they're older. So Yeah,
1: I've heard nothing but really good things about that game. Yeah. And I'm really excited to play it at some point. I don't know if this plays into yeah. your reasoning as well, but for me, I have such a pile of awesome games that I yeah, really that's want the to point. play. So why not buy it for cheaper later is kind of my thinking. Mm-hmm. It is a single-player game, so it's not like yeah, it's not going you're missing
0: out on... Yeah, it's not going anywhere. You're not going to be the last person to get to 10th prestige in Modern Warfare, <laughs> so like it doesn't really matter to, if you wait a little bit longer. If anything, they'll polish a lot of the the issues out, and you might get some free DLC.
1: So Nice.
0: Yeah, so um, what else? Uh, the one thing I did want to mention to you is, before we get back into it, uh, I... I misspoke I think 3 episodes, 2 episodes ago I said the the uh Diablo game that I was looking to get was uh the Rise of sorry not the Rise the Reaper of Souls which is actually incorrect it is Rise yeah. of the Necromancer that I'm looking for uh sorry people um I ex- was for some reason every time I Boot up Diablo three. It has the expansion that you currently have, or at least the most. Usually, for a while, it was always like the right. most recent. And for some reason, Reaper of Souls was on mine, so uh, I just imagined that was the one I needed because I knew I only bought the uh, the first two expansions. Which,
1: you know,
0: solely me for just assuming something. So,
1: yeah. It's, well, that and that for me that was uh the evening hours strike again because i was like have, haven't we played it but i don't remember yeah and we then, did yep you know i was just i wasn't confident enough to jump in and correct you also i don't like correcting you so why you should you know you have no problem doing it outside of this podcast well, yeah but this is the <laughs> podcast
0: we need to keep it professional right i think it's professional if you were to suggest a correction to something
1: <laughs> i've said <laughs> probably yeah it's just i have a hard time doing it in a professional manner <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Not, it has nothing to do with actually doing
0: it. <laughs> gotcha. So that's that. Um, I I mean, we could talk about Pokemon Sword and Shield, but I feel like that's something that I almost want to wait to talk to you about. Um, because uh, I'd like to talk about Zelda and one other thing that... Uh, actually, two other things. Oh, gosh. There's so many things that I want to talk about.
1: I uh, know. I feel like a ton has happened in the last week and a half. Yeah. So... Well, real quick, I do want to say that we're both more you than me playing yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Like, you're playing Shield, I'm playing Sword. Yeah. Um, I really like it. I just want to say it's awesome. So yes. if you're thinking about it and you like Pokemon, definitely pick it up. I yeah. think that it streamlined some of the stuff even Sun and Moon had
0: done. Which is, incre- which is crazy, because you told me it what Sun and Moon had had already done was streamlined a lot to begin with. So
1: Yeah, crazy. I, I think it had streamlined... I think in the X and Y and the and this is where I always get mixed up, but like the X and Y, the pearl, the diamond, the the black and white, some <laughs> sometime in all that expanse, black and white after sapphire a... after ruby, yeah, it was more complicated. They added more layers, yeah, and I think sun and moon pared that down, but then added different things. So I don't know. It's all I know is that. The focus of Sword and Shield seems to be battling, which I really appreciate. And it seems that when you play with the Pokemon, if you want to, so you can play with them separately. Yeah. It's the only thing you gain from it is XP. So you don't have to do it. You can just, you know, battle them more yeah. or fight more battles. So you, you don't I don't know. Get, I, I really like that idea.
0: You don't get an upper hand on people by doing yeah.
1: that, which is good it really is good um okay. so i i mean i don't want to drag it out like you said because i you know we've got other things to get to on the episode right. but i did want to say it's great if you're thinking about it definitely pick it up yeah, it's I got, worth the 60 dollars yeah I, d- I put
0: four hours into it already and uh I, my problem is is i take a really long time to play these games because i have a tendency of trying to literally catch every Pokemon I can in the areas yeah, that I go. Yeah, that's my favorite part. I like that part. Yeah, so that's why it takes me so long <laughs> to play these games because I want to catch as much as I can. Same. And, uh it gives me an easier, like it essentially sets me up so that I have a better team that I can pick yeah. between. Uh, but then it also, you know, takes forever for me just to get to the first badge because it, I, it's right there. But I'm like, no, I need to catch every single one of these. And I have to get my guys up to a certain level and... Uh, I just it to me that's actually relaxing. So yeah, we'll talk about it more in detail, yeah. I'm sure. Because I'd like to talk to you about the, the how you said they streamlined a lot of the Pokemon yeah. games now. we can and talk the about things. some of the that, they I changed. think that's yeah, I think that's actually a good topic to talk about because it's a game that as many people complain or compliment about. Uh, it had, It's basically the same game over and over again, or at least the concept of it is is the same with some different caveats. But what they're doing is, and this is TLDR, they're essentially mapping it and, and melding it to how the clientele likes to play at the time and to attract new people to it. Uh, yeah. And they're doing a spot on job. So even if you give them as much crap as you give them, if people give them as much crap as they give them because of repetitiveness, uh, clearly it's working because this game sells like hotcakes. So uh, yes. that's that. Uh, you have power
1: supplied blues? Yeah, I was going to mention, I I won't launch into the whole story. Maybe, maybe we will talk about it at a different time or a different episode. I don't know. But I had a power outage over the weekend and now i think it's actually may have been caused by the power supply in my gaming pc and so then i went to fire up the gaming pc this morning tuesday morning and it would not power on at all so wah wah so instead of eyeing a new keyboard which i was now i think i will eye a new power supply (laughs) so i can actually turn the stupid computer on Um, and I, I don't know how I'm going to take the chance or if I will take the chance of just having a new power supply and then trying it because I don't, I've looked inside, there's nothing saying or showing that there was anything burnt out other than the power supply. So I guess I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope for the best and buy a new one.
0: Well, like I did tell you that if you need to, I could bring my, one of my older ones just to make sure that it powers on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And worst case scenario, if you really need to, I can pull the one out of my server that I can give to you as a temporary borrow, um, because I technically don't need a thousand watt power supply <laughs> to power <laughs> no, something I, super actually. Underpowered.
1: If you do want to bring one of the lesser ones, yeah. that would be cool, and I will try that out, and that would be a good start. I don't, yeah. I don't need to try it with anything big. It can, it can be a small, yeah, little guy. So yeah, maybe I'll take you up on that.
0: I'll have to grab that out. Um, did you want to talk about the the huge news that dropped earlier? Just actually, I think it was just the other day. Within the last twenty four hours of us recording right now on Tuesday. Uh, yes, you do want to talk about it.
1: I don't want to. Again, I feel like this episode <laughs> will go long, so I yeah. don't want to get too heavily into it. Other than to say that I'm super excited about Valve announcing Half Life Alex which is a VR only game. Yeah. And of course I'm curbed by the fact that it's VR only because I don't (laughs) have a VR set. So as excited as I am that they uh, actually make games still. Yes. (laughs) I am also disappointed that their next game is VR only. So I don't know. It's a weird set of feelings. I'm just glad that they're actually doing things other than sitting around and watching everybody else do things. Because I feel like they do that a lot. Yeah,
0: it's Valve. Uh, yeah. And and in the general public, I feel like this is just the same concept of... Not the same concept, but it, it rubs me the wrong way in the same, same sense that with the Blizzard or BlizzCon last year did with the whole, you know, everyone has phones thing. Like Not everybody has VR headsets. The general public doesn't have... That they don't aren't buying into the higher grade VR sets. Like if anything, Bam. you probably have a Galaxy VR, like because you got those for free for buying like the Samsung S8. I don't know, it was a while ago for Christmas. So I I have a strong feeling uh, that uh, this will be interesting to see how it develops. Although huge news because everyone's been waiting for a Half-Life 3, uh, and people have been joking about it for such a long time and. It kind of comes in as a VR chapter episode three of Half-Life 2-esque game. So it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, to say the least. So. I'll
0: let all the critics deal with that while we just get to sit and wait.
1: I love Half-Life. I will want to play it. I don't think it will make me buy a VR headset, though. So we'll talk more about it another time. And, you know, they haven't even fully announced it. They just confirmed it. So I think they're announcing it. Tomorrow or maybe Thursday. So I gotcha. guess we'll find out. Yeah, it leaked. They didn't announce it. That's right. Um,
0: and then last but not least, I mean, I don't know if people read the news, but uh, guess what? Google Stadia is definitely not what it seems to be. Um, I still saw it. Well,
1: it is what it seems to be.
0: Crappy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the point. I saw not the Kotaku article that we'll link in the show notes, but there was a it was a Washington Post, I think, or New York Times. Somebody doing a review, and it's literally a GIF of a guy hitting the space bar and the person taking like at least a three to four second delay to jump up. And he's like, "Oh, just you know, testing Stadia on our gigabit network speed here." And uh, yeah, it looks a little. Uh, as expected uh, say it ain't so we, they, I think they may, may or may not have uh, oversold what they're supposed to be hitting speed wise and quality wise. Uh, yeah. Reality, the infrastructure that was lacking sits in and now we are dialing it back. I mean, this whole thing started off wrong with the announcements of the
1: games that they're going to have. So I don't know. Surprise. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can't, And we've said it before. I'm not going to say it again. I am going to say it again. You can't, the physics, physics, you can't win against physics. It's always going to be there. This infrastructure is what it is. So someday, maybe. All right. Anyway,
0: Let's start. Let's go back into the link to the past part two walkthrough where we,
1: uh, Yes, I'm very excited. I mean, we, uh, Even though we're doing it again, I'm still
0: very excited. <laughs> yes. I, I thought we uh, hit some really good points on our first walkthrough of our part two, so I think it should be still fresh in our memory, uh, but we will definitely start. Uh, wait, hold on. Actually, I take it back. Did you want to talk about the dark, uh, the overworld music, or was it the dark?
1: Oh, one? yes. See, and this is why. this is why I have you around, Justin. You're welcome. Uh, Let me open my notes for real. You know, that would be a good idea. That's okay. So one thing I didn't mention in part one that I kind of, we talked about it, or I mentioned that you step outside and you're, you, oh no, wait, let me back up. You take the Master Sword, the Lost Woods, change, and then you're hit with the adventure theme, the overworld adventure theme. That would have been a good point to put the overworld theme in but I didn't. So I just want to mention here that the overworld theme for uh Link to the Past has been used over and over again right. and is classic. It's so good. And really it's just a, an extension if you will of the original and just I don't know. It's it's very super nintendoized and added to. It it's just it's great. So I figured we could drop it in here and then uh really let people listen to a clip of it here and then we will move on from there. so there was the overworld theme which we just listened to yes and then what i wanted to mention or touch on as well we talked about it and talked about talking about it but Mm -hmm. then we didn't actually talk about the things that we were trying to talk about yeah it was really great so i mentioned that i thought the game did a really good job on teaching you the game yes but then i didn't tell you how yes and so i just wanted to say a couple of things about it one i thought that the Beginning part where you're in the house and then you step outside mm-hmm. was great to teach you what you could and couldn't do in a, a small, smaller sandbox without overwhelming you. Right. And there was no like you could press as many buttons as you wanted. There's nothing you could really affect or hurt. And you could throw bushes and pots. The guards couldn't be hurt in the beginning area. Right. Or touched. They just told you to go home, to kid, go. because it's raining or something. Something. Yeah. So and then you dive into the castle and the castle is a great stepping stone to learn how the dungeons work later on right and from there i feel like every time they give you an item they give you a chance to really learn how to use it in the dungeon that you're in and i just feel like the beginning part of the game from when you start To getting the Master Sword. So, even the three pendants where you're getting the dungeons there. Right. It's a great step up system and really well paced. Yeah. And I think that whole section, really, which is the first third of the game, I think, is. A great tutorial. Like that whole section really is the tutorial, and I think they did a great job with yeah,
0: it. Yeah, it. it essentially is the tutorial. You're you're walking through, and that's what I, I remember when I was playing it. I had remember I remember telling you saying, "Wow, I was like, hey, I'm I'm really cruising through this. I'm going through each of these dungeons. They're actually pretty easy." And I think you kind of laughed and said, oh, "Oh, oh, just wait. That's not even half of it yet." And so it was almost like this little mini game within the game where you're learning how to play. You're you're getting almost like a, a sense false of uh, false sense of hope uh to uh on like mastering the game before you start attacking and going into it further and then it just drops you into a whole set of different challenges (laughs) and difficult monsters and, and you know enemies that you have to face and and you can find new uh Objects that'll help you defeat other bosses that aren't necessarily explicit, but still you have to, you have to, like you know, learn and pay attention and go through those right. dungeons. So, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that uh, you don't see this often in any games nowadays, at least in the S, uh, not sorry, you don't see this nowadays because they're. Straight and more upfront about the tutorial, where like at Gears Five is a perfect example. Like yeah. the first level you play is all tutorial. Halo tutorial, the first, yeah, the very first part of that game is you're literally learning how to play. Where this is like, here's a series of constant. Uh, here, sorry, here's a series of multiple things that you have to do, and it's actually just part of the game. This is how you learn. I,
1: that's yeah, it's really good. My favorite tutorials in games are the ones that don't tell you how to play, but let you just show yourself. Like yeah. You get to try a bunch of stuff. And this is well done, I think, in this particular game. And part of it is, like you said, Gears 5, Halo, those games are more complicated, and it's really important that you are upfront and honest about things and systems in the game so that the player knows what... To be, what is to be expected, but because length of the past is not that heavy or complicated, it's deep, but it's not. It's very simple, so there's no reason that you need to have a very wordy and discussion type tutorial. You can just show instead of telling, which is nice.
0: Right, exactly. So, uh, with that said, did you have any other things that you want to know before I we think, jump back into it? I think it?
1: that's it. I think that's good. So we leave. We left off that. Oh yeah, we left the right. We had ended leaving the church, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, we had, or at least the sanctuary, yes. So you're you're yeah, san- now
1: sorry, sanctuary. Thrown into this new
0: world. Well not new world, but you're now you have these weapons, you have these objects to use. Now you're thrown into the world to go to these dungeons to collect the pendants. Uh to uh if I'm not mistaken was it free oh gosh, now I'm already forgetting. You have to acquire the pendant so that you can go and uh, re- retrieve the master sword that it's supposed to assist yes. you, uh, which is really cool because you've already seen the master sword, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, so you, so the neat need- part between palace one and palace two correct which you know you can do this in any order which is fun which is well I not say. the palaces you can do the exploration in any order is that they let you leave the sanctuary like you said and then you are given free reign to most of the overworld like you are just allowed to just wander around find as many things as you want collect heart pieces right find the master sword in the lost woods which i think we mentioned before um and then You can move on to do the dungeons, but yes, like you said, you do the next pendant dungeons, I guess you could call them. Yeah, pendant palaces. palaces. Yeah. And you get the three pendants, and then you can pull the Master Sword. And I think that's the next moment we should probably talk about, because it's such an important moment, I feel like. And uh, so I think I will start by asking you, what did you think or feel when you pulled the Master Sword?
0: When, after I got the pendants... Yeah, you got
1: all the pendants. You had already seen it, right? The Master yes. Sword. We had already found
0: you... it in the forest because of the dang Yeah,
1: and it was all misty and mysterious.
0: Yeah, yes. so when the sword was pulled from the stone, uh, no crossover there, unfortunately. Um, It was like a sense of, well, here we go. Here is the Master Sword, just like Breath of the Wild. This is supposed to be the best sword you can get. Uh, it has better you know, abilities, yada, yada, yada. And I, that, I was excited to use it. And... What I really liked about it is it had the whole, if you have full health, you can use like the, the laser, I don't know what you want to call it, the, it's like a star power beam beam. or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I mean, this is the Master Sword. This is supposed to be the best object and weapon in the game, right,
1: Josh? Well, that's the thing is that I think, and this is why I find it so interesting, you came at it from... Mm. newer games, Correct. I guess I could yes. call them, where the Master Sword is the ultimate weapon. Yes. The Master Sword, you get the Master Sword, and you have the Bane of All Evil, where that's true in Link to the Past, but it's not the best version of itself. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a trick that's used later in um, Wind Waker for sure, but I think Skyward Sword had it as well, I'm not sure, Can't remember. where you have to unlock better versions of the master sword or better versions of the main sword that you have. Yeah. And in this particular case, there's a couple different ways to upgrade the master sword to be more powerful than previous, which is you, you can go through the whole game with the standard version. You don't have to upgrade it at all, but it's makes things a lot easier and makes enemies down the line easier to defeat.
0: Right. It is nice. But, uh, the, what it was nice uh, by receiving the the master sword. Yes, it's powerful at the begin at the beginning, or at least at this stage. Uh, but you have to use it to get to the uh, the other part of the castle, which is another yes. thing.
1: So now that yeah, the there's sword. it just like anything else in this game. The the master sword is what's required to get to the next right. gated off section. Correct. Which is awesome. Yeah. So you, and I don't want to undersell it because like the master sword is really important in this game. Yeah. But it's really it's it serves as like a step one. Mm-hmm. You know, you get the master sword, and this is when the adventure really begins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you you receive it or you pull the sword, and now you have to go back to the castle. So you're re-entering a place that you've already been to, right, Josh? You've already been here. You've you've gone through the dungeon to save Zelda, and now you're here again. Yeah.
1: Um, to, to defeat the wizard, at least. and Yeah, you, uh, you leave with the Master Sword and you delve into Hyrule Dungeon again. But instead of going down into the dungeons, you go up, up. into the upper section.
0: And it's a whole new world. It's like an entire <laughs> different game.
1: Cue the music. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, please don't do that. No. Um, no. It, it, it's much more difficult, too. Yeah, I mean, this is like, okay... You have now gone through 3 dungeons to teach you how to play the game. Yeah, you've For gone real. you've
0: you've gone through the overworld or sorry the uh the sacred the sacred world, the sacred uh what do what do they call the before it is tarnished by um Ganon and the wizard. It's the sacred realm. Sacred um, realm. Yeah.
1: What I mean is that you've gotten all 3 pendants, so you've gone through all right. 3 of those. Yes palaces or dungeons however you want to call it so you should have gotten some experience with how to play and know what you're doing and you delve into this part of hyrule castle and it's it's a gauntlet like they make you run a whole gauntlet of different enemy types that you've never seen before different puzzles that you've never seen before and it's it's a it's a slog if you haven't done it before
0: yeah and I remember getting beat constantly. Uh, I died several <laughs> times uh yeah. trying to find you know keys to get in uh new mo- uh, new bosses or not bosses new enemies that you had to face uh you have as you said or we talked about last time the the different uh colored knights you have um I don't know if is this is this one where you face the knights where they move? Uh you have to shoot the arrow at or that's no, that's later on. You have no the knights that you have are the ones that have the chain like the the ball
1: and chain thing. Yeah, they've they've got the ball and chain in a couple of them. And so they're different colored knights, which is weird to say. They're like literally the color their color schemes are different. Yes. So they can take more damage and they deal more damage. Right. And um yeah, you've got the ball and chain ones and then you also have the ones running with the giant daggers over their head. Mm-hmm. Um, which are really fast knights, no shield. They're just running at you to stab you with their daggers. Right, exactly. And then you've got the arrow guys, and but they take more damage. It's it's a whole, it's a whole thing, as you said. You have to make your way through. Yeah, it's a. You
0: actually have to light the, the uh, torches, or at least the uh, what do you want to call them? The
2: Lamps, yeah the torches the torches yeah. Yeah,
0: the, the unlit torches you you have to light them in, in some of the in one of the rooms to to see better and to, and to actually find your way through um it's it, it it starts to incorporate more and more and more of what you've already learned to a higher level which uh, is pretty awesome because again guys this is not this is only a third of the game we're not even yeah. into the the more much more difficult part of it so
1: yeah and you're also pushed with some of your skills like right. you have to You've learned how to deal with darkness, like you said, where you have to light the little lamps or lanterns or torches, however you want to say it. And then on top of that, though, you also have to deal with really thin walkways while dealing with darkness or, you know, it's starting to layer on some of the puzzles and skill levels that you're going to need later on. And so it's it really is a it's a it's really a gauntlet. So then you make your way all the way to the top and you find the last maiden Mm -hmm. who's a descendant of the wise men that sealed Ganon away. Right. Um, And she is being, I don't even know how to describe it, being sealed away in a crystal, which then allows Aghanim, which is that evil wizard to open the seal to the sacred realm where Ganon was sealed away.
0: Right. And this whole scene was interesting too, because I think you mentioned uh, in our first attempt at this walk through the that that you could not find where to go next after he had disappeared.
1: Yeah, was really sorry. dumb and it's hard to admit, but I was young, so I'm going to use that excuse. I was a kid. And I think going back for myself obviously now I know how to do it, but if I ask anybody else, it's really clear they show you that he he basically makes the maiden disappear, tells you you can't beat him and haha, I'm I'm gonna leave you blah blah yeah and then he like zaps through the back wall yeah, and shifts. it's meant to show you where to go yeah. And i got really confused as a child i was like what do i do i don't understand and part of it was my age but also part of it was i had never seen anything like this what they were asking you to do which is essentially use your sword to cut open the curtains right. and reveal a secret door behind it that was like, what? Like, New any concept. other secret door up to this point for me had to be bombed or had right. to have a switch. So that was new, and, and it took me a while to figure it out. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. and, and I, for me, it was actually, and not, I'm not trying to discredit you, but no, no. I saw that it went through, and I went, okay, I have to, oh, there's got to be a, like a hidden door. Because to me, yeah. this is a Zelda game. To me, I right. know that there's going to be hidden doors. There's going to be uh, caverns behind waterfalls. That's just the norm at this point. So I could totally see being uh, this being the second, third Zelda game you played, because you played... The uh, the originals of the game, and then as well as Link's Adventure. But you said yeah. you hated it, or at least it was your least favorite game at the time.
1: Yeah, it was really rough. Yes, <laughs> it, firstly, it was really hard for my age group, and then on top of that, it was so different from the first game that I think it just missed the mark right. on w- what people were expecting, including myself. So it just I did not like that right. game growing up. So anyway, so you get through the curtains, mm-hmm. like you said. Nah. And then you have to fight the evil wizard yes. Magnum, and you end up using the master sword to repel his evil right. spells. So not using it as a
0: physical way of harm, but repelling his uh, magic, which yeah. uh, I accidentally did on the first attempt because I, for some reason didn't move in time. And I was like, I I flailed and just swung my sword and went, <laughs> Oh, Hey, that makes sense. And then I just started playing you know, baseball essentially. Um, that's awesome. He though. was really easy to beat. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's another reason why I felt like this game can't be this easy initially.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing too is that, um and you know, you said that you flailed, so it was an accident. Mm-hmm. But this is also a mechanic that's in later Zelda's. So yeah. again, not to beat a dead horse <laughs> or an even deader horse. Deader horse, nice. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't something that had been done before, so. Figuring out that you had to repel the magic by swiping yeah. the things that he shot, and also it it changes it up too because part of the magic that he shoots you can't repel, so you have to be really careful about it. And right, you know, at like the time I was like, "Wow, bolts. this is yeah, this is a new thing." And yeah, it was it was a challenge. But again, you're right; it's meant to be the stepping stone to the next piece, not necessarily be the end-all, be-all boss battle. Right. So. So, yeah, you repel his magic, you kind of beat him, but then he says, "Never mind, I'm ha just going to take you with me, ha ha." And he yeah. drags you into the now desecrated sacred realm. By using that last maiden, he had broken the seal because he has all seven maidens sealed away, or, I don't know, put in crystals that then break the seal, something, yeah, something.
0: something, 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 some
1: yeah. lore. So he drags you into the Sacred Realm, which now is the Dark World, because the seal's been broken, and Ganon and Aghanim have started to corrupt it. And you get dropped on this giant pyramid where, in the Light World, you would be in Hyrule Castle.
0: Yes, correct. Um, did you want to actually take a break really quickly? Uh, yeah, I think meaning- that would be a good spot to take a break. Because now, after this break, we are going to attack the remaining part of the game, which gets significantly difficult. More difficult.
1: (laughs) Yes, I agree. So, uh, well, let's take a break. Okay, perfect.
0: And we're back. (laughs) So now that we have been warped all the way back, or not all the way back, but warped into this new realm, uh, I was um what's the word uh not terrified but like i was con- generally concerned because i get dropped onto this basically a pyramid thing right uh and the monster or the the things that i have to defeat look way more difficult than uh what you're which used to which they yeah, are i mean take those definitely
1: giant guys with bombs there's big guys that throw bombs at you it's and like if you two hit hit them, kills. They throw a bomb yeah yeah, yeah and i mean with the regular sword i think it's like eight or nine hits to kill them so it's or defeat them it's it's not they're hard yeah they're hard
0: hard. and uh, for some of you who you know if you don't if you're not already collecting these hearts that we've totally forgot about not even mentioned that you have to find and collect pieces of hearts to get more health and additionally you'll be given more health containers along the way but so yeah. If you don't collect these and don't find these, these guys can get really hard, especially if you don't have upgraded weapons, which you'll eventually get to. But yeah, this is, it's more intimidating. The music's intimidating. I mean, it's really cool music in the background when you get in there, uh, when you are warped to this, this pyramid. So um, here we are. Now what do we do?
1: So the cool part about it that I want to mention right out the gate is twofold. One is that it's meant to be... A mirror of the light world, which was a new kind of um, mechanic that really makes this game pretty deep and fun. Right. Because later on they start playing with that as a puzzle to get into palaces and then also to finish palaces. Um, So it's meant to be a mirror of the light world, but like a dark mirror the other thing i want to mention about it is that you as soon as you step through like you mentioned you've got the harder enemies you've you're you're in a mirror of it but you can't get all over the place right. and you have to because it's different start step. yeah it's different it's darker it's got a different tone and song that the song for the dark world is one of my favorite zelda songs ever
0: Yes, it is. It is also a very. It's used in a lot of other uh, games. I think specifically, I know for sure. Dark World's definitely in Smash Brothers. It has to be. Um, I never researched this, but I'm pretty sure that song is in there.
1: And a lot of people do covers of it because it's so good. So. Oh yeah, all the time. So yeah, so like as soon as you step through, you know that the beginning part of the game or before this has has really been a training exercise because yeah. because the enemies are all harder the puzzles are much more difficult the there are 7 which you don't know right away but there are 7 palaces to go through yeah. to collect 7 crystals and it's it's just more challenging there's more more to do harder things to do harder palaces so right. it it's a it's fun because it's a different it's a different well, no, it's, it's fun because it's now more challenging and it's just a different set of skills and knowledge that you need to have as you move through. Right.
0: And it does bring in the Dark Palace. it does give you the, the, I think, the location of the Dark Palace and, sh- and guides you to the first one, at
1: least. Yeah, it which, does.
0: Which is nice.
1: Um, well, and it's gated off, too. You can't go anywhere else yeah. until you go there.
0: Yeah. And and that's yeah that's the other thing too is gated off this and i I believe this is the one where i um could not i ended up getting all the keys in the wrong direction or the wrong order and so like i got here and was like okay this is relatively easy this 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 dungeon isn't as hard uh, as I was expecting it to be, it's still difficult. There are still like hard parts to it because this is also you you're utilizing some aspects that you learned earlier, like falling through the floor to get to the next level. You actually it's actually okay. You're not going to die if you fall. You actually get to like a, a platform that you need to get to that will get you closer to a like a key that's inaccessible. So I got stuck and I. Couldn't for the life of me figure it out, so I actually had to because the switch allows you to do this. I had created a save point every time I go into a dungeon before I go into a dungeon just by practice. Um, I just had to reload it in an event and look up my one time, that's one of the two times that I look up through the walkthrough and figure out okay, these are this is the order I need to go in because I, I spent 45 minutes just trying to figure out what key I was missing. So
1: yeah. It, yeah. You can, if you do them in a weird order, yeah, you can kind of miss where you need to go next in order to get the get there, yeah. next key. And then you basically feel like you gated yourself off from right. finishing it, which isn't necessarily true, right. but it's really easy to miss. So I can't remember so, where I would yeah. have had to go to. I had,
0: it happened so quickly. There was a point.
1: wall to bomb
0: yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But down. In, yeah it's the one where the floor falls underneath you to get to get that's how you get to this area and to yeah. the left there's a door and then you bomb out, yeah, so yeah. anyways
1: um the this... not not exactly easy to figure out no not a... for for my part, I remember and and I figure we could on each of these real quick just talk about what we liked or disliked about mm-hmm. it and then move on to the next mm-hmm. for this particular dungeon. Again, this is really where you feel like there are new enemies and new things to tackle. And really, they started really heavily using, well, I guess in the third pendant um, palace or place, they actually had a bunch of the drop-down puzzles where you're dropping down to different floors, which was super crazy for this time. It was like, wow, I can't believe they built these puzzles where you have to drop down to different floors. But this utilized a lot of, like, a lot of that, like you mentioned, um, for my part, this, the, I remember having the most difficult time with the, I don't know how to describe them or what they're called. I, maybe I'll look it up real quick, but the mouse enemies that have like the mouse helmets on and the yeah. capes and they mirror your movements. Right. So you have to figure out how to attack them without touching them. Cause if you touch them, they hurt you right. and then there's a red, the green ones just follow your movements, but the red ones actually shoot fireballs at you. Yeah, and can't once be hurt by at your them. sword. Yeah, so you have to like adjust your tactics, and I, eventually we figured out that you have to basically fire an arrow and then move them move, into yeah. the line of fire. Line of fire for your arrow, and uh, but it took a while to figure that out. So I remember having a difficult time with those.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, I think you had to give me a hint how to defeat them, maybe or. Yeah. I think that's what you ended up doing. But what, uh, what I don't really like this, but at one point I was getting frustrated because I didn't understand how I could never reach them. Like I was like f- trying to follow them and I just kept <laughs> doing circles. I'm like, why are they, why are they moving so weird? And then I yeah. realized, Oh wait, hold on a second. They're moving with me. Every yeah. time I move, they stop. If, like if I stop, they stop. So yeah, that, uh, that this definitely added a different dynamic to the, uh, enemies. And this is the one I wanted to pick out too, is the, to was uh, the new dynamic and the new, the new, uh, um, enemies that you the face, but also to the teleporting. This used yes, teleporting back and forth f- a lot to get to different levels, to get to, you know, different, uh, keys to unlock different areas. And, uh, that was another newer addition to the dungeon crawling that you'll continue to build on with every other dungeon, uh, palace as you're getting the diamonds or free yeah. the, the damsels in distress basically
1: yeah i think that um, every dungeon that's in this game is expertly designed yeah. i think with the exception of your key issue i think that they are just fun to figure out and puzzle through that's oh, my yeah. favorite part of this game and i think it's just got it in spades for sure definitely so. So you um, go through the dungeon and you get to the end boss, which in this case is a larger version of one of the smaller enemies, where it's like this pig looking thing with, well, I don't know, like a weird, I don't know how to describe it, weird pig, hamster, insect looking thing yeah, with know. a mask on yeah. like, that protects it from attacks and it's got a the difference with the big one the big boss is that it has a tail that can swipe you as you're trying to figure out how to attack it yeah um you can use bombs or your or the hammer which is the treasure for this particular palace correct and uh you know this is one of the many points in the game although i think two big points one of the two big points where you learn how to throw bombs, <laughs> Yes, <laughs> which is not something that even though every time you find bombs, it tells you how to do it. I never read as yeah, a child and I just like I. pressed through and didn't even see with the text. So you realize either here or later on where you have to do it, you can throw bombs. And so that's one way to do it. Or you can use the hammer, yeah. which I used the hammer, I think if memory serves. Yeah.
0: And I use the bombs. So we both did different, different methods, which is funny, yeah. which is awesome. Coincidentally. Uh, yeah. And my, my, my thing was finding it on accident. Not a, not necessarily on accident, but wasting several lives trying to figure out why I couldn't defeat this guy until I, accident- yeah. I put a bomb down. So this is what I was doing. I was putting a bomb down every time he would move so he'd get close to it and then it would blow up and not yeah. realizing you could literally just drop the bomb and throw it at him. Yeah. So I I learned that way that oh wait hold on I could throw it at him it'll make it a whole lot easier and I won't hurt my own myself trying to do this so yeah
1: yeah it sounds ridiculous to say it out loud but um it it is a skill that's difficult to master so hurting yourself so in the you game? what hurting yourself in the game is a no, no throwing bombs oh, yes yeah, yeah,
0: throwing right. bombs it is
1: oh my gosh and so you then move on to. So you, you defeat the boss, you get this crystal. So this is the first crystal you get. You have to collect seven of them, which these crystals contain the maidens that right. are the descendants of the Correct. wise men, as we mentioned before. And just spoiler alert or not spoiler alert, but eventually you collect all seven. And the the point is to collect the seven crystals to break the seal to Ganon's tower. Yeah. And so, um, which is the last dungeon in the game mm-hmm. before you have to fight Ganon. Ganon well the wizard yeah. is
0: wizard round two and Ganon. you have to
1: fight wizard round two and then Ganon but regardless um so you get the first crystal and then it's on to the desert palace oh, oh sorry not the swamp. desert palace oh my gosh the swamp which, palace, is, which is, the is in desert. the desert area yes 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 the swamp palace uh this one for me uh, okay, hold on. We just totally messed up. What the Swamp Palace is not in the desert area. <laughs> the Swamp Palace is the Swamp Palace is down. It's near the desert area. It's down uh, so, where oh, yeah, you can right. change it's, the water levels. Correct. Yeah. Yes, yes, down yes. So that's where you learn to do the southern part of the map. Ch- change the water levels. Right.
0: This is how. You yeah, get but this in. is the
1: first time you have to use the Light World and Dark World together to yeah. get into the palace. Yes. So the cool part about this, and I just want to talk about it real quick is that there's an exact mirror of the location in the light world. And if you warp back to the light world, then you change the water level in the light world. That gives you access that changes the water level in the dark world version. And then that gives you access to the palace and actually getting into it, which is exciting.
0: Yes, it is very exciting. Uh, (laughs) I, I, my thing though, with the, going back to the changing the water levels I had a hard time understanding, for some reason, putting the different realms in like past versus present and thinking, well, how, how am I affecting the, you know, the water levels here and how that affects how I can access a location in the other realm. Uh, And for some reason, I just had that weird past present concept that I was going through and um, eventually it made sense to me because you told me like, no, it's, this it's, it's like a parallel universe is almost in a sense where they're affected, they're affected by one another. Um, And that may, after throwing out that concept and uh, not paying attention to that, it it was, uh, it was really cool to kind of, because this one really incorporated utilizing both worlds to get to where you need to get to. And actually I had a lot of fun playing this one. I think the swamp one to me was probably my favorite because of the, it wasn't hard. It was more puzzly.
1: Yeah, it was very puzzling.
0: Dungeon crawling through and defeating uh, enemies. This was more puzzly to me, and I liked it.
1: Yeah, and so you puzzle your way through it, and then you get the hookshot, which is my favorite item in the game. Yeah, and the first time the hookshot was ever seen in Zelda, and so awesome. And I remember my dad being impressed with it and really thinking it was the coolest thing too. It is cool. You can use the hookshot to hook to other jars or skulls that you can. lift and throw and get items from as well but like different things like chests or skulls or jars like you can you know shoot this thing across and cross over chasms or over um, lower levels it's it's really neat it's like batman's uh rope that he can shoot at things and go towards I don't know what I'm saying but either way it's really awesome <laughs> his his grappling hook yes thank you the grappling hook thank Sorry. You. Yeah. yeah it is a grappling hook yeah dummy That's and a, so you then use that to defeat the boss which is a weird boss it, it's um what's the word it's like a bunch of pillows like below, like i don't <laughs> I, I didn't know what the heck eyeballs uh, marshmallows well and it's clouds. like a giant eyeball with tentacles and then it's got these like i don't know cell bodies on top of yeah. itself i think yeah i mean it, they look like cloud pillow things yeah that, but they they. They struck me as more, I don't know, organic right. than that, or like flesh-like. I don't know. Yeah. But you have to use the hook shot to pull them towards you, and and then defeat them with your sword. And then that reveals the, um, the giant eyeball with tentacles underneath that then jumps around. You have to try and attack that, and then. Eventually you beat it, but it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, he
0: was he was really weird. He, um, I, I just found it very odd. I I didn't realize I had to use the hook shot until, I think, uh, I was trying out all objects. I tried shooting an arrow. Yeah. Um, and I think you can hurt him still with the arrow if he when he unleashes all the little dudes. Um, yes, like he still... shoots
1: all those little bodies out at you. Yeah. And then that uncovers him and you can shoot an arrow if you're lucky between all of them and get yeah, to him.
0: But that would, it, yeah. that took too long and I wasted a all pain. my arrows. So yeah. it wasn't an ideal situation
1: anyways to begin with. Um, so, yeah. So now you have the hook shot, you have the hammer. You then can go to the mirror of the Lost Woods into the Skull Woods. Skull which were wood. super super creepy. Yeah. And really kind of cool. There are these basically it's all underground this palace and you have to find different locations on the surface that are skulls that you walk into the mouths of or drop down pits to get to different parts of the dungeon underground. And I remember it took me a while to figure out the pits, like which ones you can drop down into that were for the dungeon and which ones just hurt you. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, that was a pain, but it, it's, Hard because you have to kind of piece together the surface locations in order to figure out where to go for the rest of the palace, and then on top of that, there's this like new element where this giant hand drops down from the oh ceiling, God, which is yeah. a a holdover from the original Zelda game, um, where the hand would come steal you and take you back to the beginning of the of the dungeon, which is the case here. So yeah. it's that's a whole other piece that. Um, Again, they kept for later Zeldas, but uh, was prominent here and definitely a pain in the butt. Yeah, because so. you can defeat Lots of, the hand,
0: but it yeah. would it would come back. It's not like if you defeated it, it, it went away. So yeah. it would just constantly ruin things. So you have to plan when if you had to move something, you'd wait to see the, you can almost see the shadow before it hits you or tries to grab you and you can run away yeah. or at least hit it at or try and swipe at it. Um so you had to you have that to work with but it still was annoying if you weren't paying attention because you were fighting another person and the, it came down and picked you up like oh, I'm not going to go yeah. all the way through all this again and yeah this one was really cool um I I don't think trying to look through
1: i will just add that it really was surprisingly easy to get distracted and forget about the hand oh yeah, and yeah it just yeah. pulls you away
0: that was a, <laughs> it's a, like oh a, man
1: <laughs> that was very frustrating
0: the yep. this one you had to utilize your torch a lot because you had to light something. Yeah, the, well, and that's
1: you know, just highlighting the enemies. Again, there are zombies now yeah. in this one that you hadn't encountered before that are really resistant to everything except if you use fire on them. Right. So if you have the, the fire rod, I think you get that as the the dungeon um, treasure in this one. But even you can use your lantern if you want to get close enough. But swiping them with your sword takes forever, forever. Right.
0: I think you get the fire rod before this the fire rod you get um in the swamp world
1: oh yeah that's right
0: and then yeah. you use this then you use the fire or maybe you're right maybe you do find the fire rod in the dungeon
1: uh here
0: oh well oh yes pull out the... oh
1: yeah it's this one that has the fire rod yes correct yes you this find it in, you rod. find it as yeah. an item in a treasure chest that's right yeah And that's, that's, was fun because you, again, you have all these zombies everywhere and, and not zombies, I should say, you have all these mummies everywhere and they are so resistant to everything that it's been a slog, just this slog of this dungeon to get through them and get to all the different parts that you open the chest and you get this thing and now you can just blast them.
0: (laughs) It's so nice. Yeah, it was nice to do that, I, except I never did. <laughs> I actually oh, well, tried to conserve again. magic as much as possible, and I think that was my yeah. problem is that I barely used any of the magic items.
1: Well, and the other part to this is by now you're supposed to have the curse, I'm putting that in quotes, from the weird guy, animal, bat thing underneath where the blacks, blacksmith would be in the light world. Yeah. In the dark world, underneath that section, you can find this bat guy that, you wake him up with the the powder that the witch creates from the mushroom in right. the Lost Woods. If you take the powder and you sprinkle it on this weird cauldron-looking thing underneath the place where the blacksmiths would be, but in the dark world, you then get this bad guy. He gets mad that you woke him up, and he curses you. I'm putting that in quotes. With your usage of magic yes. is halved. Yeah. So you use
0: less. At that. first
1: you're like, Oh my gosh, I think I just messed up. Yeah. But then you realize that like when you use magic, you're using less. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just a funny thing, but that really helps. Like from this point forward, magic really can help a lot. And so, um, that really helps using like the fire rod where you can use that against the boss in this particular right. Uh, dungeon.
0: Right. Um, then and- if we miss something obviously we're we're not trying to go into 100% do super deep dive where we're literally doing every single
1: bit and piece of this. So if you yeah. do miss something, let us know, I guess. Uh, we, there's plenty. There's, I mean, there's the, the flute, which is the ocarina now, but yeah. the, you get the flute and you then can fast travel with the, the, the weird rooster or thing, or whatever bird thing, <laughs> but you,
0: yeah, yeah, you can get, you can get, uh, more items where uh, you get to throw things into the fairy fountains, which are also very prominent now, uh, as well as, yeah. um, I think there's the blacksmiths make your master sword better, uh, yeah. at one point, And then, um, at one point, which we'll talk about later, you can get a bigger bomb that blows up bigger walls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's just the one wall that
0: you can use a yeah. mega bomb on. Yeah.
1: It's in the the pyramid that you start out on in right. the dark world. If you drag the bomb, you have to literally drag it over there and then you get, it in front of that wall. And then there's another fairy that can upgrade more of your stuff. It's just, you know, these little things that just add to the adventure. So definitely, yeah. definitely. So, uh, so you fight this weird bat thing where there's like all these, traps on the walls attacking you as you're trying to get shots off or hit it with your sword, and it's shooting magic at you. Right. This one, it was a butterfly thingy. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, it's a butterfly-y, weird face. Yeah, this one was a hard was a one.
0: This one was a yeah. pain in the butt. Um, because But it's easier if you use the fire rod, which is
1: why they give it to you. Yeah,
0: I, which, again, I never used because I'm an idiot. So I think I pretty much just <laughs> used the hammer, or I just was... I constantly had to use the rewind feature in the switch because I, this is when I was playing. I think when Aaron and I were, uh, I was winding down, going to bed, and I was just swearing like a sailor because I kept dying and dying and dying and dying, and that rewind feature <laughs> came in handy oh, yeah. tenfold here. Or so, uh, yeah. so you beat this moth-looking butterfly-looking thing, yeah, uh, and you receive another heart or uh, heart container, and you
1: uh receive the third crystal with the damsel in distress. Yep. And she tells you to your princess is in another castle. You're Not like oh... Really, uh, that's pretty much it. You're she like, says. oh
0: great, got another one to go yeah. to.
1: Um so next is the uh Gargoyle's domain, which I I guess is that's what it's called. This one was but like
0: the easiest one.
1: It's the thief's domain basically. Right. Which is I just a side note, I really liked this because There's the tie-in with the light world in Kakariko Village, the first village you go—really the only village you go to in the game. There's a section that you go into a house there, which is like a bunker house almost, and the person that now lives there said a thief, master thief, used to live there named Blind, and that it was super— Yeah, and it was super—they the, were some master thief, and they were really dangerous, blah, blah, blah. But now they're all gone, and that person lived there, which was super cool. Because later, in this place, this is where you meet blind, and you actually have to defeat them. <laughs> so, um, kind of neat. Kind of neat tie-in. You, you find this gargoyle statue, and eventually make your way down into the depths underneath the uh, desolate village that is the— garbage mirror of the Light World Kakariko village. Yes. So you get down into the dungeon, and this is a weird one because it's not really expansive or big. Like you mentioned, it's not huge, but it's there's a lot to it. You kind of have to find your way... You run into these new enemies, which are a pain. That are like these horse guys that just like randomly wander, and if they hit you, they do a lot of damage. And one of them, one kind of them, shoots fireballs too.
0: Yes, and they're fast. This is one I just blew through as fast as I possibly could. I don't know how, but I just like just try to get through it as much as as fast as I could. Uh, And there was one very very obscure thing you had to do, and this is where the second. And since where I used to walk through came in place, oh nice, where the uh, the the light that goes through the window that goes through into this one area where you can bomb out the floor, which is I think new in this part, isn't it? You can't bomb out the floor in uh, any of the other one other dungeons. Until you can,
1: now. but it's this is where it's important. Okay, like it's remember. not as. This is where it's important, and this is the that, like I mentioned before, the second time where you can really figure out, because you have to, yeah. that you have to throw bombs. This is where, if you didn't know, this is where I figured it out when I was a kid. If you didn't know, this is where you have to learn to throw bombs. <laughs> There's no if, ands, or buts. So you find the spot where you have to throw the bomb to get the light through the floor. To reveal. And you drag this, yeah, you drag this, like... You f- so you delve into this, th- I'm sorry, I'm going back and forth, but you delve into this thing and you find this damsel in distress locked up yes. down in the dungeon. Yes. And it seems fishy, and if you really read through it, you can kind of get good hints Yeah, because you try and leave,
0: they're like, oh no, not that way, you're going the wrong yeah. way. And you're like,
1: wait a second. She won't let you go all over the place, and yeah. she won't let you leave the dungeon with her. Right. So then you bomb the floor, you get the light. That goes through the floor and down into a lower section. And if you drag her in there, then it reveals that she's really the boss, Blind, the monster, and that you have to fight to win. (laughs) Yeah,
0: and Blind was pretty easy, I think, or maybe he wasn't as bad. Um, Because if you had the cane of Byron, hold on. Byrona, Byrona, burna Berna, I think, right? Berna or the magic cape, it made it a lot easier to use because you, if you use the magic cape, you can essentially ghost, ghost past things, um, yeah. and, and not receive damage
1: and you can come up and hit him, um, in the face. Cause that's how you count. I had both, but I didn't use either, which is strange. Yeah. Kind of like conserving magic like you were talking about before yeah. for some reason i just didn't i was like i'm gonna power through and i ended up just swiping the crap out of stuff so yeah that, that's, yeah that right. i mean the it's job. not the end of the world but you can fight your way through this one yeah
0: not too bad uh so after you defeat this weird looking dude uh blind which i swear to god he <laughs> just looks like a weird ghost goblin thing Uh um, heads that come off yeah over and over again. so weird that's um, weird, yeah. you, you receive another crystal and you speak to the maiden and the maiden goes, Hey, there's another place you have to go to. And I can't remember if it's this one. I think it is this one where you can do the next two dungeons out of order.
1: Yes, I did.
0: Which I did the opposite of what you did. I think I did, uh, misery Meyer first, then ice palace
1: rather than, oh no. So, so I did the same thing. Oh, you did? Because I got stuck on the Ice Palace, which is the next one, which is the fifth. The attacking fifth fifth crystal. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, the fifth crystal is in the lower right corner of the map for the light world. It was this, like, lake area. Yes. And it's the same in the dark world, but in the middle of it is it's the frozen. ice palace, and yeah. you have to figure out which took me forever by the way, yes, to warp there from the island in the light world lake right yeah
0: because it, it, you have to like swim up to the place that it 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 is currently, and then... well, and you have
1: to recall that there's that um single rock stone in the middle of it that now is it's the dark version of the stone so you have to have the second level of the glove right and if you remember that then you can pick up this stone now and figure out that there's a warp there that takes you to the ice palace right
0: exactly so you've you've picked up another stone. You've not, you've left note stone unturned. I had oh, to. Oh god. <laughs> uh and <laughs> you've you've warped to the next palace, or at least the entrance to the ice palace. Yeah. Which you have like these weird little tomatoes bouncing around. I don't know what they are. They're like tomatoes. Oh yeah, monster. but they're a
1: pain because they steal rupees.
0: Yes, and it's just like the thieves. Uh you go yeah. into the ice palace and this one was funny uh because it had the whole like you you slide around and it it, it inhibits your ba- ability to battle, uh, in some aspects. Uh, so through yeah. it through th- that strategy, or you had to develop a strategy how to defeat defeat people with uh, the glass or the ice. Um, but it really didn't to me affect me as much. I don't know how much it affected
1: you, but I it, well there are, there's besides one falling part into it people, me, and that is there's a huge glitch on what? some of the stairs down in the rooms with the ice on the floor really yeah so like if you so in some of the rooms with the ice on the floor there are these stairwell stairwells that go down so you have to make your way and avoid all the enemies in the room or defeat them right and they're like those duck dinosaur guys that like slide on the ice at you yes and then there's i'm thinking the room where there's them and the giant like fireball wheel um fireball wheel that is going around and around and you have to avoid all of that and get to the stairs. And I don't know, maybe it was fixed in the new switch version or which is the original version I assumed, but in the original game, like it, you could press down all you wanted, but it I don't know why, but it was really hard to get down those stairs. Like it, it you had to hit it just right and line it up really well in order to get down those stairs. Yeah. So I remember dying a couple times in that room trying to get down those stupid stairs.
0: Well, bear in mind too that like the sides have the spikes too as well. Like so, if you slid into, you know, if you were trying to avoid the the uh, the fire wheel or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe this is a different one. That but some of them
1: there were two of them. Yeah. yeah. Some
0: of the levels or some of the places that you were going through. Some of the what would you call them? Rooms. There we go. They had several different things that can hurt you, and it made it difficult, yes, with the ice. But I don't think I died too often in the ice. I just kind of blew through this one as fast as I could.
1: I really liked that there were the um, weird snowmen enemies that came out of the walls at you, and that they were all over the place, but you never knew which ones would come out at you.
0: You had to time it right through the wall, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I liked that they could be defeated immediately with the um, fire rod. That was really cool.
0: And then this is also one where you pulled tongues to open up doors. Yeah, you pulled tongues so to weird. open.
1: <laughs> I also liked that you find, this is the first and only, I think, time you see the Stalfos warriors, like the big ones, the big skeleton guys with swords that um, you had to hit, and then they'd crumble to bones, and then you had to bomb them to defeat them. Huh. Did you, I you don't remember, remember
0: them? I don't remember yeah. these guys. Maybe I wasn't... Thinking. So like
1: the big skeletons that couldn't... You could swipe them all you wanted, but they just oh, fell down to pieces. Yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah. they'd construct themselves back together. And the only way to defeat them was to bomb them, or I think maybe hammer them. But I was so scared of them as a kid, I just bombed the crap out of nice. them. Nice. <laughs> you just threw a bunch of bombs. That's the best way to yeah. do it. Um, so you make your way through this one, and, and I got stuck here. I got stuck. There's a specific... Sp- specific part where you have to figure out the right time to drop down the red or blue switches so that you could make your way to a specific spot to drop a block down onto a switch below. And I could not, I don't know why I probably now, if I went back and played, I'd be like, why was this so hard for me? But you had to put together where to drop this block down from. And it was a really specific spot. And I just could not figure it out for the life of me. And so, in the typical sense of the non-internet realm... Playground. You you hear the playground rumors about the game. Little Jimmy told me that there was a staff in the next palace that let you create your own blocks. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh my gosh, you must have to go to the next palace then to get that in order to finish this one. So I, later to my father's chagrin, I jumped ahead and just went straight to palace six and skipped this one until I got that staff. Yeah. That's, I,
0: I just followed some,
1: uh, a friend of mine or,
0: uh, had mentioned that to do these out of order because you receive that staff or whatever the, the creation staff or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't, uh, hesitate to do that. And, and that, that whole Dungeon is also something that's I didn't find very difficult. I really think almost like the first couple were very were had some sort of level of difficulty, but the Ice Palace to me was, was still on the lesser side. It wasn't as, as difficult, and I yeah. don't know if that's just because um, I
1: thought I was maybe getting better at the game. <laughs> Uh, but that, yeah, I I agree with you. It wasn't terrible. It was just that one part I got stuck at, but right. otherwise, like, the enemies weren't horrendous. You had the items you needed to fight them, so it wasn't terrible. It was just more that one part right. for me. So for those who didn't go to Misery
0: Mire and still stuck, uh, still were in the Ice Palace, once you've gotten to the dungeon, as I'm waiting for my notes to load—thanks, dungeon— <laughs> yeah uh, you're facing this another like cloud eyeball thing uh, yeah in an and ice cube
1: then like a big ice cube, yeah, and he like is shooting stuff at you while he's in the ice cube and you have to hit him with the fire rod a bunch to melt the ice cube then when you do that, the eyeball starts attacking you separately and you gotta swipe it and Anyway, it was not terrible. It was predictable. It was, it was very predictable, yeah. I think. And then, yeah. congratulations, you got another crystal with a damsel in distress that the you saved. The fifth one.
0: Now you're cruising along. We're almost
1: done. You're, yeah, we're we almost got there. Two more and then the Ganon's Tower. Right. And so, next is Misery Mire, which you can't get to. It kind of neat, because it builds on the last one. You can't get to Misery Mire without warping there from the Light World. Right. So you have to figure out where that is in the light world. And I thinking on it now, I never really thought about the fact that the fifth palace really teaches you that trick in Mm. order to prepare you for the next one. Right. So you get there and you find this terrible, terrible swamp filled with all kinds of weird enemies that attack the crap out of you. And you got to use an item, which is a little bit obscure. Um, that you don't you have to use basically a magic item that you don't get in any dungeon and you have to notice on the overworld map of the light world ahead of time and remember to go back with the master sword to get it. And that item lets you cast a magic spell that then opens the dungeon, the sixth dungeon and you can go down into.
0: Uh man. I'm looking through my notes. (laughs) And I remember this had the whole like gated, uh, the gated uh not gated, like the leveling, uh, yeah. where where it had like the mesh so you can see through. Uh, for some reason yes. that screwed me up. Like I had a hard time. Uh, there would be several several times where I thought I was on the right level because you could have to unlock the uh, those pillars by hitting the globes. <laughs>
1: like yeah, th- the red and and blue pillars.
0: Right, and, and for some reason it was throwing me off because the wow oh, was it two. Uh, in the previous dungeon, um, the uh, gargoyles, gar- yeah, gargoyles. I mean, that one had the one where you could, it, like, you would go underneath pieces of the uh, pieces of the dungeon, like the walkways, walkways, and you wouldn't be able to see if something was there. And it would, you know, some, sometimes there was actually uh, enemies there, and then you would, I would die because I wouldn't realize yeah. that. Uh, this one was a little bit easier, but I still, like, I'd see the the pillars underneath or. The like something blocking underneath, and I would avoid it because I'm an idiot. Maybe because I was playing it at night, and I would get stuck. I'm like, why can't I figure this out? Oh my god! And it was because I was looking at the wrong level. I was my guy oh, was like yeah. avoiding it. I felt like an idiot
1: when I was doing this. Um, yeah, yeah, and there's a lot in this one that this is the I feel like the fifth palace was like. I feel like it was, like you mentioned, it wasn't terribly difficult. It was straightforward. You had already learned all the skills. It was more just dealing with ice and timing it right and all that stuff. This one, I feel like added some new styles of dungeon traps and things that you had to figure out for the first time. So it took a little bit longer, if memory serves. And you get that staff that you can create blocks with, which becomes super important for the next one. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, dealing with the whiz robes and dealing with all the stuff that's going on, it, it's it's more annoying and difficult insofar as, like, learning new skills right. than the last one. Uh,
0: the And now we have another boss, once you've gotten all the way through the dungeon. Uh, now we have another boss with eyeballs. <laughs> it's another eyeball. Like, I don't understand where, where the
1: eyeball fetish is coming from. Well, you know, you get... Eyeballs and they can see. That you shoot laser
0: beams. Things, so. yeah. uh Again, lightning, laser beams. And <laughs> uh, this one is like
1: giant lightning bolts.
0: <laughs> yeah, and this one was hard because like it would arc and kill you if you weren't paying attention.
1: But yeah, you had to time it right, and you also had to like move out of the way before it hit where you were. Yeah, it like would shoot middle side or either side. Yeah, and so you had to pick a side and then try to move away before he shot you. But yeah, again, same thing. You there are like all these little eyeballs that you have to take care of before you can get to the big eyeball. And so you have to use the hook shot of memory serves to pull them towards you. You, uh, you can, I think that's the way I did it. I remember doing it that way.
0: Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause you I, have to, unlike the second palace where you are pulling the weird clouds as it's moving, these are stationary, and so they're all there in front of you, and you have to grab them and bring them towards you and swipe them and kill them. And then the big eyeball starts moving towards you. Yeah, I think jumping. I think I used arrows. Oh yeah, you could probably do that. Yeah, if I, remember. I just I used the skill I learned from the second palace to pull them. Yeah, toward me. yeah I, I, I for some reason
0: didn't use that at all. I just used the arrows to kill them. Um. So yeah, you've you've defeated another eyeball monster. You've received your sixth crystal and. Now you're going to my ultimate favorite one is Turtle Turtle Rock. Rock. Yes,
1: Turtle Rock was a lot of fun. It really was because it's the culmination of all the skills and dungeon types and things you need to figure out and added a bunch of new things on top of that. And then it took a while or a bit or it took some cunning to get to it in the first place. And then once you get there on top of the mountain, not only that, but you also have to deal with crazy enemies that are either impossible to kill or, or really difficult to kill. And um, once you fight your way through all of that, then you also needed another, uh, another magic item that didn't come from a dungeon, that came no. from a Dark World place. Yes, that I missed completely. And
0: we got all the way to this du- this uh, boss and c- clearly couldn't defeat the, uh, what was it, the ice head, right? Was it the ice head? No, it was the fire head. Well,
1: I meant the, the weird item you need. You climb on top of the turtle rock-looking thing. To get into the dungeon, you had to have, like, was it the ether or the other thing where you had to... Um, use the sword ability, oh, magic the, item, uh, to get in Oh, the earthquake, right? Yeah, earthquake, that's what it was. Then once, if you missed it, you had to go find it. And then once yeah. you did that, you then could get into the palace. Right. And then you had to have the sixth palace staff to create platforms to move all over the place. And you
0: had to have the fire rod and ice rod. (laughs) So like you had to have everything in order to beat this one. And if you didn't, you had to be a big dummy and go all the way back and then come back and get it and bring it all the way back after you you were sitting there for 10 minutes trying, why can't I defeat this boss? So (laughs) yeah, definitely pay attention to that. Um, The the I really like this one because of the puzzle esque side of it. Um, There's a lot of you know like using the tubes to travel back and forth, using the blocks that you're using. They're moving, so you have to like aim your arrow at one point to defeat somebody, or you have to use your the fire rod to light some torches in the right amount. At basically in the least amount of. Uh, moves and uh, quickest time because you were timed until uh, essentially so the, to open up a door. So it, this had a lot of puzzle to it, and I really, really, really liked it because of that. And there was less monster fighting and more puzzle solving.
1: Yeah, so. it was very puzzly. And on top of that, you had to use the platforms really well. Yes. That you created. And every time you created a platform with the staff, it cost magic. So it was. It was limited and it was a pain in the butt, but also fun. Right. And then there's that giant room with the platforms where, like, you had to figure out how to go around on the the rail correctly in order to shoot the fire beam or shoot the f- fire rod at the right torches in order to open the door that you need to get through. Yeah. And I mean, it was the all manner of puzzle in this one. And I agree, it was a lot of fun. So then you get to the boss, who is this weird rock monster with three heads. Yeah, that. Two of which are uh, elemental based. Right. So one is the ice head, and one is the fire head. And you had a difficult time because you had missed the, the ice rod. Ice rod so correctly, I had,
0: to, I had to go get the ice Correct, rod. Correct, rather. Yeah, and then once I had received the ice rod, I can go back and defeat the fire head. <laughs> because <Yeah>. once <laughs> you even defeat the the two heads that are the like extremities, uh, then you this boss breaks down into something very similar to before where you have the weird like the like the body itself like it's a snake.
1: Yeah he's like a snake basically.
0: And you have to defeat it that way and I really like that um, it, he was not as difficult, he was more difficult in his original form with the, the two heads and then his yeah. middle head that would come out and grab you and that would hit you and you'd be like dead one hit basically it would take out almost all your health if it did its grappling hook on you yeah.
1: Um it was a pain in the butt, it was, but a pain it was also blood. fun. It was it was fun because it it took several skills to beat him, which was nice. Yeah. So that after that, you've
0: basically gotten all your damsels in distress. You you're you're at the end. You're almost at the end essentially. Um now that you've freed these damsels in distress, you have to go back to Ganon's Tower, sorry, go to Ganon's Tower to defeat uh the wizard and Ganon and with those Damn uh, the descendants that were in the uh, the crystals. They are you basically free them, and their their powers reveal or remove the seal that's on the tower that prevents you from getting in to uh, yet another dungeon. Not just like an instant battle of a boss. Right. This is yet another dungeon.
1: Um, I I thought they did a great job here because to get to Turtle Rock, you had to pass ganon's tower right and it was like hey look at it this. was yeah it was um glowing and not you couldn't get into it yeah. at all nope. so it was like what is that and it's like oh my gosh i have to go there at some point or i have to figure out how to get in there and i think they did a great job of telling you once you got that seventh crystal go to ganon's tower we'll break the seal and i think that it did a great job to let you know that that's pretty much going to be the last fight. This is going to be the last, really the last piece of the whole game. So you really need to, if you, there's anything you want to go do now. I remember thinking to myself, like now's the time to collect anything else that you may need or may have uh, passed up or, you know, whatever. And of course I was too anxious. So I just went straight forward, which you know, you get out of Turtle Rock and you just walk around the side, and you're there. Yeah, so. it's not
0: like it's hard to get to, which was nice. It, put, it set you up for success, yeah. essentially. Yeah, or a failure, depending on the way you look at it. Um, but
1: you're right. I, I remember not. I remember thinking, and kind of being anxious about it because I didn't know what to expect. And. You're right. You you get there, the seven crystals come out and break the seal to Ganon's Tower, and you go inside, and you realize, oh my gosh, it's a whole new dungeon. Yeah,
0: but this is a puzzle <laughs> dungeon. This is strictly it's, a puzzle. It's
1: hard, too. Yes. Yeah.
0: This, uh, there, there's less battling and more strategically planning and understanding and mapping. Oh, if I do this, I have to go back, you know, four rooms behind me in order to get to this other place, which then leads to, you know, yada, yada, yada. So uh, this was really interesting. I re- I actually had played this game, this part in two parts. I uh, played uh, half the dungeon one night, and then had to play the other half, and eventually defeating the end yeah. game because it, it just had such. It was like one after another, and I was like, "My
1: God, it was, it was big. How many and more not do al- I have?" Yeah, well, not only that, it's big, and it utilizes every single skill you have up to All that right. point. And then on top of it, to to your point. You also have to go through and defeat all of the original pendant bosses from all the pendant dungeons. So each of those bosses is captured in this dungeon oh, yeah, that that's you have right. to defeat in order to get through the whole thing. So it's, it's a long one and a really deep, puzzly one, which is great. And a lot of fun because it uses everything you have.
0: I totally forgot about that.
1: Yeah. I thought that was kind of
0: cool how I did that where you, it was a culmination of the bosses that you've defeated. They were lesser. They weren't as good or hard, but it was still hard enough where this dungeon felt like it was forever and ever and yeah. ever until finally um, you've gotten to what looks like a weird red-carpeted balcony or building. <laughs> I I don't know, but you you essentially... Are now facing round two, the the evil wizard.
1: Yeah, and the, the room um, mirrors the room that you were in in the Hyrule Castle when you fought him. Yeah. So you have to f- beat or defeat or fight again the evil Aghanim wizard, or wizard Aghanim, rather. Yeah. And he's got a couple new tricks up his sleeve, but it's essentially the same, same fight. And he's super yeah. easy. Yeah. And um, you eventually beat him. And then he turns into a fire bat, like a bat made of flames. I have no idea. He like warps into something else. Yeah, he changes into a a bat made of flames, and he flies out of the dungeon and smashes through the the top of the pyramid that you started on in the dark world. So this is where I kind of, if there's a flaw in this game, I felt like, I was taken out of it a little bit and that is that in order to follow him you you sound the whistle yeah that takes you uh on that i don't know when you said pelican i said rooster it's probably somewhere in between something like bird, that. weird that bird you can school. fast travel with you can only fast travel with that thing in the light world so you blow the whistle and you now are using it in the dark world it was like what yeah that doesn't happen i didn't even realize that <laughs> that you pointed yeah. it out
0: i didn't even know that
1: yeah so then you get to the top of the pyramid and now this is r- literally really the no point of uh, the point of no return you can drop down into the pyramid to fight the last battle and so this is like if there's literally anything you need you need to get it now otherwise this is the end of the game
0: yes and the the you know the prep to this part is like you're 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 pumping yourself. Okay, here's I'm gonna fight the last guy. This is the last battle. He's going to be difficult, yep. and he is. He you're utilizing, yeah. and this is where you actually uh, you ne- you desperately need to have the upgrades. Where you need to yes. have the upgraded master sword. You need it really helps. <laughs> really, really, really need the uh, arrows, the silver arrows. Like you absolutely need them to defeat them, because yep. you can only hurt him at certain points and at certain parts of the battle. Uh, and it, it gets only harder and harder as the platform or the actual, um,
1: the floor 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 drops
0: out. out. Yeah. And I had definitely took a couple, I think probably like 30 minutes to defeat him. I think maybe 40 minutes, uh, because I didn't, I wasn't understanding how I was going to utilize the silver arrows, like how I was, how I would prevent dam or provide, sorry, inflict damage onto him. Um, It took me a couple of times, but boy, did it feel good.
1: Yeah, it was it was a lot of good skill usage and it was a good battle. Um, I just want to highlight you drop down there and he says a bunch of stuff about, you know, you interfering with him and blah. Middling kids and
0: stupid dog.
1: Yeah, you exactly. He's really cool looking. I just want to point out that he I think he was a great, cool design in a sprite yeah and um looks
0: nothing like that now
1: yeah no he doesn't but well in ocarina of time he kind of did on the last form but no i mean you're right like it's this is this is where this kind of ends but he's the pig man style but he's so cool looking and it's a callback to link's adventure and the first legend of zelda where he that's kind of what he looks like so it's just like this like oh wow he looks great he just looks awesome and he's bigger than you and he's got this giant pitchfork that he can swing around and throw at you the highlight i want to have here is the song you're battling him was just like epic, epic i just thought very epic. wow this is uh this is quite the battle and it really was it was like you said you had to use utilize several items to beat him you had to time things right eventually he starts smashing the floor and like it starts dropping out on you so you have to you're kind of on a timer to beat him yeah and, um yeah it's a it's a lot of fun um but after you have defeated him uh, he uh turned blue
0: type a die uh and I am just gonna keep throwing these in here
1: um yeah
0: you you go there's like the door magically appears like or not a door, but I think it's staircases magically appear uh yeah,
1: well, the wall opens, and the wall, then there's like that's... a bridge across to it and you
0: uh walk into it and does this this is where the triforce scene happens
1: yeah, so the whole premise here is that you The whole idea is that the Sacred Realm was devised to house the Triforce where it would mirror the world against whomever touched it. So if an evil person like Ganon touched the Triforce, it would grant him all his wishes, but then also would mirror the Sacred Realm to be evil like him, which is why it's the Dark World. So you then step through this doorway and there's the Triforce and you take hold of it and because Link has a good heart, it changes the sacred realm back to the sacred realm. Yeah. And um then you save the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the game. And we're And that's the game. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, oh, good. Uh, basically as I say, I was after I beat this, I remember texting you like, "Yes, I finally beat it." It was a good sense of like I have completed an, a game, a Zelda game that I've I heard so much about. I've yes. I've, I've been impressed by the the sheer quality of the gameplay, but also just the art itself, and how at its time, how awesome it looked, and now, yeah it really did, and how it holds even into nowadays while we're focusing so much on sprites yet again um it just looked so good, and I had a lot of fun. It was one of those games where yeah, yeah. i i I did a replay of a game ten plus years old, and uh, it, I still had just had the same amount of fun I probably would have had if I played a triple a game right now,
1: so. Yeah. No, it was, uh, obviously it's one of my favorites and I love this game. I, I remember having the feels and this is the first time that they ever did the recap of the situation after you beat the game. So the credits roll and this is the first time I've ever encountered or I had ever encountered where they start recapping what happened to each of the different characters that you encounter like your uncle is back at at your house you have the master sword and he has the original sword and you like hold them up and then the um the wise sage shahaz goes back to the village like it just recaps all the happy endings and ties everything together which is super cool and then at the end you see link return walk away from returning the master sword to the pedestal yeah and it says you know yeah, I forget exactly it's like, what it's to anyway, to yeah, like. to another adventure to start it. something. Yeah, to one. It was so cool, and I just remember getting the the feels, the chills, and being like, "This is awesome! I cannot wait for the next game." <laughs> which, little did I know, after Link's Awakening, which didn't feel like a full Zelda game to me, and we can talk about that, didn't come until much later on the N sixty four in Ocarina of Time. So. Yeah. It was a while to wait, but ah, this game this game holds a really special heart, uh, place in my heart. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad
0: I I went and I'm glad Nintendo released the any uh, SNES games for uh, Nintendo Online, so that was yes. huge. Uh, I I actually imagine that I probably will try and if they go with N64 games too as well, probably complete or Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask because I never completed them. So what? I I would love to beat them. um it was one of those oh things gosh. where just the Zelda games I would play for a really long time, even like uh, uh Twilight Princess never played that ever. um so there's so many Zelda games that I've never played yeah. that I hope to replay, but uh now it's my turn to say that now we have to play Halo. And we have to do that uh, after I finish The Last of Us, which... uh, Well, I would like to really do
1: a recap on The Last of Us. I think it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, Halo will be one of them for sure. I think that we really target... um, As painful as it's going to be for you. Yeah, it will be hard, but... I think I'll power through. Gotcha. I'll, I'll I'll do my best. I mean, there's a ton of games that I'd like to do this with, and um, hopefully we'll, we'll get a decent reception. Let us know if you like it yeah. or if uh, there's something we can change to make it better or if you think it really stinks and maybe we'll change something up or not do it at all. But I really enjoyed this. Um, thanks for playing the game and going through it so that we could talk about it as well. Of course. I think that yeah, was a lot of fun. I agree.
0: And uh, I think it. Yeah, I'm pretty much done talking to you, so... Okay, well, I'm done talking to you, too. But can we, can we not do something so negative? Uh, can we, let's try and do something more positive and say, until next time, let's.
1: No, that's not going to work. Um, yeah. Uh, no, but see, the negative just works for us, you know? I don't, I, don't know. I don't want to be negative, Nancy. <laughs> um, <laughs> keep playing
0: games. I'll, uh, we can talk about it the next time. Oh, so. dude, let's
1: uh Yeah, it's fine. I mean, yeah. We, maybe we just don't have anything. Maybe we just say, okay, well. That's it for this week. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. All right, bye. Bye.